Hi, I'm Aldias and Medium, and thank you so much for tuning in today. I want to try to bring religion and spirituality closer together, and this is what this pod is all about. I will talk about my own thoughts and feelings as I am both LDS and have spiritual gifts, something that I've had my whole life, but I always thought that it was hard to combine these gifts with my religion. This has torn me into two directions and I have talked to many people who feel the same way. I can't choose not to have my spiritual gifts, but I can choose how I use them. And I always want to use them for good and to help others. I believe my heavenly parents gave them to me for a reason. So, this is me. Join my quest for knowledge. So today we're going to talk a little bit about a book called The Heavens Are Open, written by Wendy W. Nelson. Last year, actually it was last summer, as we were spending time together, I had read this book. The thought was that we were going to talk about it, but we never got the chance. I've read the book, but my sister has not read it. So I'm going to be talking about some of the points in the book, since I have it in Swedish. Even though it's a translation of an English book, then I'm going to be translating parts of it as I quote it. And then we're going to be talking about what it means to us. So Wendy Nelson is the wife of Russell M. Nelson. And at the back of the book it says, It's my testimony that the heavens are open. They're open for the prophet of the Lord, and they're open for anybody of us when we do the spiritual things necessary that is demanded of us. So like when we put in the effort, then the heavens can also be open to us. And when it talks about open to us, then it's inspiration. So in the beginning, introduction, she says that she is a believer. She has always believed in God, our Heavenly Father, His Son Jesus Christ and the Holy Ghost. And she believes in being served by angels, dreams where you get messengers and messages to you, words from Psalms that can pop up in your thoughts when we need them the most, and the scriptures can open up and respond to questions when we need the answers that we need. She also believes in miracles, and she's counting on them in her life. And she believes that the Lord gives us the miracles that we need to grow to become our true selves. And he also gives us the miracles that we need to do his work. So, one of the first things that she says is that the heavens are open for us as we're searching. And there's a scripture that is called, Ask, and you shall receive. Knock, and the door shall be open. And if God closes a door, then he opens a window. Is there any time in your life that you've been searching and you have found? That is actually from Sound of Music. When the Lord closes the door, somewhere he'll open the window. Just before Maria gets to the Von Trapp family. It was my favorite movie growing up and the reason I learned English. I used to study the lines to that one. What was your question again? Have you searched and found something, <laughs> found an answer? Yes. I find that when I speak out loud, I get downloads, I get answers. For me, using my voice and talking out loud gives me inspiration to understand answers. But then again, I get answers when I pray. I get answers through the scriptures. I get answers through general conference speeches that I feel they are inspired to give me the answer that I've been asked for. And so all around me there are answers if you just look for them. 
I can feel confirmations when I find a little white feather on my path when I'm out walking. For me, that could be a question that I've asked, and then the little white feather shows me that I'm on the right path. Was that enough for you to answer that question? Yes, it was. So, chapter one is about stop with the fighting, stop with anger, and stop with rage. Third Nephi 11, it says that the one that has a spirit that is wanting to fight is not of me. And uh, I think this is actually, there's so much fighting in the world, but it says the Lord taught us to stop fighting. So that was the first thing that she talked about. We can find comfort in 1 Nephi 3.7 that the Lord never asks us to do anything that we are incapable of succeeding in, which means that we should be able to stop fighting. In 3 Nephi chapter 11 and 17, it's filled with the teachings of the Lord of how we can remove the fighting from our hearts and how we can build good relationships. So here they're talking about using a nicer tone of voice and how important it is to use a lot of loving words even if you don't get any response in them. There's a force in our thoughts to influence others, positive and negative, and how important it is to openly speak good about others as they're doing good things and how important it is to praise others. And also she's talking about how important it is in the first few minutes that you're together with somebody, for example, the first few minutes in the morning or the first minutes when we're gathered at the end of the day, to um, show by words and deeds how much we love each other and care for each other. And then she's talking about that maybe we should learn how to respond with love instead of anger. And in any given situation, we can ask and pray for extra patience or compassion. So how do you feel about this, about how important it is for us not to fight? I have to laugh because in the marriage that I was in, we barely ever fought. I mean, we maybe rose the voice to each other maybe 10 times in 20 years. So the amount of fighting is not a good measurement for how good or bad a marriage is because apparently it can be really bad even without the fighting. But I would say fighting breaks our spirit. And so if we fight and have that energy in us, it's really hard to raise our vibrations and become vessels of light. And I understand the importance of seeing someone with the eyes of the Savior. Even though how hard life is, if we look with compassion and we don't know the circumstances of the people we're fighting with, we don't know their background, we don't know their limiting beliefs, we don't know what created them. And we need to look at everyone as God or our Savior looks at them in order to meet them with love and respect and acceptance. Yeah, she's talking about how you cannot control other people, but we can control our own actions and our reactions. So we can be the ones that repent. We can apologize and we can resist in condemning other people. We can forgive. We can ask to see the other person's big heart and we can use a soft voice because in the scriptures it says a soft voice calms the anger. So sometimes in our lives we have periods of times that are the most stressful. 
and uh, she gives an example of something called the arsenic hour, when everybody came home from school. And this young mom, she actually started playing Book of Mormon in the background as the kids came home from school. She said that it brought with it a new calm into the family, to this hour that was usually pretty chaotic. So she said that zero fighting is an important factor for the heavens to open for us. So you cannot be in the fighting mode. This is my journey. Thank you so much for keeping me company today. Please download, like, share and subscribe and help spread the light and spread the word to expand our community. Let's bring more love, peace and unity to this world. Take care of yourself and your loved ones. Always be grateful, kind and loving. Be brave and remember to step out of your comfort zone and smile. If you support us on Patreon, you will get access to our meditations and extra materials so you can download them as mp3. Also, we now have a Facebook group which you can access from our Facebook community. Please answer the questions as you apply to participate. It will be a safe haven where we can keep discussing religion and spirituality, our spiritual gifts and self-development. Remember, one person can make a difference, but together we can change the world.